But the Bible also teaches that God is a God of love. That God loves. I'm glad that's in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. That God is a God of love and mercy and grace. And that God loves everybody. I don't care who you are. He has the hairs of your head numbered. He sees the sparrow fall. He's interested in you. And he loves you. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. No matter where you are in life, no matter what your circumstances are, your answers are always found in the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to encourage you today to never, ever give up. Always keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. Now get ready and stay tuned for another exciting message from the Word of God. Hello, welcome to the Inspire Podcast. I'm your host, Douglas Boyd, and it is a blessing to have you with us today. Thank you so much for joining us. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, and then take it a step further and invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. This is an outreach of Crossway Family Church in Bowie, Texas. Thank you so much for going to that page on Facebook and clicking like. Why do we do this podcast? We do this podcast to help your spiritual life, to help you move further in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. And as our intro says, to encourage you to never quit. Keep moving forward. That's what it's all about, putting one step in front of the other. Why? Because sometimes life is going to knock you back. Sometimes it's one step, sometimes it's ten, but life has a way of doing that, doesn't it? But we want to encourage you to just keep walking forward in the Lord Jesus Christ. We live in crazy, turbulent times, and we need our walk with the Lord Jesus to be firm, to be immovable, to be like a rock planted in a good place, man. You can't move. You got to keep going in Jesus. It's all about the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our Lord, and he will get us through every tough time. You know, he's not just Lord in the good times. He's Lord in the bad times. He's Lord during this election, which is driving me crazy. He's Lord in every situation, and he is good. God is good all the time. And let's jump into it today. Let's get into it today. Everybody ready for a great Bible study? If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Ephesians chapter 3. And we are going to look at verse 20 today. This is something that I shared with the church on Sunday. And because of the crazy times that we live in, Um, I know so many people that are affected by COVID. I've got a good friend in the hospital right now that needs your prayers. Her name is Alma. She's got pneumonia and COVID. I've got so many friends that have suffered from this, so many friends that are going through struggles right now, financial hardships, uh, 
uh, depression, just different things. You know, this time of the year, um, it's a happy time for most people, Thanksgiving, Christmas. But, you know, for a lot of people, it's a struggle. People that have lost their loved ones, that lost their parents or lost whoever, you know, they're going through things. They're, it's a time of depression for a lot of people. And I just want to encourage you today to to look to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why I wanted to share this message with you today because we live in a, a crazy world right now and a lot of people are going through trials. And I want to give you a word today that I believe will lift you up, that will encourage you, that will strengthen you today. So let's look today at Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 20. This is one of my favorite verses in all of Scripture. It's such an it's been an encouragement for me since I was saved in the late 80s. It's always been kind of a go-to verse. Ephesians 3 and 20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Verse 21, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Paul said now to him who is able. And he's not only able, but he's able to do exceedingly. And not only is he able to do exceedingly, he's able to do abundantly. And not only is he able to do exceedingly abundantly he's able to do it above everything that we ask and everything that we think according to the power of the holy spirit that works within us i want to talk to you today about this subject and that is god is able whatever it is that you're going through today god is able let's pray father i praise you today i thank you Give us ears to hear the word of God today and a heart that is good fertile ground that can receive the word of God where it will grow. God, in every single circumstance, remind us that you are able. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Do you believe today that God is able? Whatever you need in your life, I'm telling you today that God is able. God is able. Put your hand on your chest right now and say, every single circumstance in my life, the Lord Jesus Christ is able. Oh, I love the Lord today, don't you? So what should the child of God do? In these perilous times in which we live, while everyone is fighting about racial issues, about politics, about sports, people are even arguing about that, about social status, and there's fighting everywhere you look, and I get so sick of it, because the answer is always love, it's always God. But in these turbulent times, in these perilous times that we live in, what should the child of God focus on? The child of God should focus on Ephesians 3 and 20. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that works within us. Whatever we need, 
whatever has happened, whatever has come against us, the answer is a profound statement, and it's so simple, and that is, God is able. You know, let's just face it, life at times is extremely difficult. Living for God and living life is not some tiptoe through the tulips thing. It is difficult. The difficulties of our lives sometimes lead us to battle anxiety. We'll battle fear, even at times hopelessness. Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt hopeless? In these times, I said in these times, we must get a made-up mind to walk in faith. I said, we've got to, that's one of my pastor's favorite phrases to say. If, if someone's struggling, he'll tell them, you just got to get a made-up mind. When we have a made-up mind, it changes things in our lives. Get a made-up mind to walk in faith. Get a made-up mind. We need to have a never-quit attitude and proclaim God is able you know I talked to the church Sunday about the word COVID COVID is a word I'd never heard before until about a year ago or close to a year ago I never heard in my life the word social distancing and now both of these are household words it's a word I wish I did not know it's brought so much death and fear with it it has hit people's health it's hit people's finances. It's attacked people's families in very, very personal ways. I personally know about 20 people, including family members, who are battling COVID right now. For some people, the symptoms are not that serious. For others, it's life-threatening. But even in the middle of COVID, I am telling you today that God is able God is able. Let me tell you something else today. The Lord is not limited to what we ask or think. God is not limited. He's only limited by what, by, by the negative uh, mindsets that we get. No, God is not limited by what our minds come up with. Our, our text said that he is able. And he is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond what we ask or what we think according to the power of the Holy Ghost that is within us. He is able. Put your hand on your chest again right now. The reason I tell you to put your hand on your chest because it makes it personal, like you're proclaiming it to yourself, and say, he is able. God is able. Let's look at some things in our lives today where God is able. Number one, God is able to change our hearts. Let's be honest about our hearts today. Our hearts are deceitful. Our hearts are wicked. But God can change our hearts. In this charged climate that we live in today, in this charge especially politically it's so easy to be ugly to people and i would remind everyone that we are not called to be political advocates we are called 
to take the gospel to the world. But God is able to change our hearts. God is able to change our hearts. Jeremiah 24 and verse 7 says, I will give them a heart to know me. For I am the Lord, and they will be my people, and I will be their God, for they will return to me with their whole heart. My friends, God loves us too much to leave us where we are. He wants to change our hearts. Religion says, just stay where you are. You don't have to change as long as you come to church, as long as you pay your offerings, as long as you sit in the, in the dead pew. Christ says, get on the potter's wheel. It's time to take a ride. God wants you on the potter's wheel where he can change your heart, where he can mold you into the man or the woman that he's desired for you to be. It's scriptural to ask God in prayer to change our hearts. Psalm 51 and 10 says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Create in me, O God, a clean heart. You know, going to church doesn't make you a Christian. Man, you need to be born again. You need God to change your heart. So number one, God is able to change our hearts. Number two today, God is able to change our situation. Are you facing something right now that you don't know how you're going to get through it? Are you facing a mountain or a giant that seems insurmountable and you just, you wonder how you're going to make it through this situation? The enemy wants us to get in a situation that causes us to lose hope, lose hope in ourselves, lose hope in God and give up. But God is able to change our situation. You know, think about it. It looked like the end for David as he faced a 10 to 12 foot giant. Not only was he a giant, the Bible says that he had been a man of war from his youth, a trained killer. But God was able to change David's situation and give him the victory. Moses and the children of Israel had their backs against the wall. Their, the Red Sea was in front of them, mountains on each side of them, and Pharaoh's army was behind them. But God came in. God was able to turn that water into dry ground. God changed their situation because God is able. Isaiah 41 and 10 says, Fear not. For I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Simon Peter had denied the Lord. It was over for him in the natural. He was a failure in the natural. But God was able to change his situation and to change Simon's heart. God changed Simon's situation, changed his heart. And a few days later, Simon Peter, in Acts chapter 2, preached one of the greatest messages that has ever been preached. It is our gospel message today. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promises to you and to your children and to all who are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall 
call. Acts 2, 38 and 39, that's Peter's, part of Peter's great, incredible sermon that he preached. The Lord was able to change Simon's heart. He was able to change Simon's situation and raise him up to a place he had never been before spiritually. Number three today. So no, let's go back. Number one, God has is able, God is able to change your heart. Number two, God is able to change your situation. Number three, God is able to heal you. I'm asking everyone to stand. I told our church Sunday, I want everyone to constantly stand on Galatians 3.13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. What is the curse of the law? In the Old Testament, when you didn't live up to the law of God, when you disobeyed the law of God, the curses of the law of God came upon you. Number one, one of the curses of the law, number one, was spiritual death, separation from God. Like Adam and Eve in the garden, when they hid from God, they were spiritually separated from God through their sin. But Galatians 3.13 says we are redeemed from spiritual death. Number two, a second curse of the law is poverty and lack. And then a third curse of the law is sickness and disease. Galatians 3.13 says you are redeemed from sickness and disease. Sickness and disease have no spiritual legal right to be in your body. And you have a spiritual legal authority and right to command your body to line up with the word of God, which says you are healed. The price has been paid. Just have faith in God. He is able. Quote the healing promises of God. Stand upon the healing promises of God in the, that are found in the word. Believe that you are redeemed from all sickness, from all disease, from all pain, from all curses. Command your body to line up with the word of God, which proclaims that you are healed. And number four today, God is able to transform your mind. Every battle we face starts in our minds. Let me repeat that. Every battle that we face starts in our minds. If we win this battle, we've won it all. The great boxer Sugar Ray Leonard used to say, I would look in the mirror and realize, if I could defeat the man in the mirror, I could defeat any opponent in the boxing ring. That guy that you see in the mirror, your problem is not Satan. My problem is not Satan. The devil was defeated 2,000 years ago. He's done. He's defeated. No, our problem is the man or the woman that we see in the mirror. But here's the good news. God is able to transform our minds. Well, we can't do it on our own. We need the Lord's help. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, here's where it all starts. I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all that he has done for you. Let them be a living and a holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. It's easy to come to church every Sunday and, and say you're a Christian 
It's another thing when we give our bodies to God every single day. Folks, that's worship. Number two, he said, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. Here we go, folks. Listen, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. The King Germ- King, King Germs, King James version of this of verse two says, "But be transformed by the renewing of your mind." God is able to renew our minds. God is able to transform our minds. God is able to renew it. He's a- able to help you to change the way that you think to change the sinful negative patterns of the way we think. And it all starts with us submitting ourselves to him every single day. Isn't this a good Bible study today? I don't know about you, but um, it's blessing me to just go over this again. Number five today, and I'm almost through. Number five today. Let's review real quick. Come on, let's go back. Number one today, God is able to change our hearts. Number two, God is able to change our situations. Number three, God is able to heal you. Number four, God is able to transform and renew your mind. Number five, God is able to give us revival. Folks, I'm hungry for revival. We haven't seen it yet. Not the way we want to. I believe that our worship must go to a higher level. We are not yet where we need to be, but thank God we're not where we were. But we've got to push. We've got to live a life of repentance. We've got to draw closer to God as never before. We must die and He must live. When I say die, I'm talking about dying to self. Paul said we die daily. We must die and he must live. We must decrease and he must increase, John the Baptist said. What is revival? Revival is first when the church, the body of Christ, is repentant and renewed and spirit-filled. Second, revival is when the church takes the gospel to a lost world and we see people's lives transformed in Christ. Revival is not having a Sunday through Wednesday service with the preacher coming in. Revival is when people are changed. And revival is when we take the gospel to the lost. Mark 1 and 17, Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. That is revival. And that is God's will for your life. It's revival. It's the power of the gospel changing men and women's lives. It's going from darkness into his marvelous light. One man, Philip, took the gospel to Samaria in Acts chapter 8, and the place was electrified, and they had revival. And Acts 8 and verse 8 says, And there was great joy in that city. Why? Because they had revival. People's lives were changed people's minds were changed and renewed it says that philip preached christ to them he didn't take politics he didn't take a denomination 
He didn't take his own thoughts about God. Philip knew that God was able to give him revival, and so he kept the main thing, the main thing, and he preached Christ to them. I'm here to tell you today to tell you that God is able. God is able to change our hearts. God is able to change our situation. God is able to heal us. And God is able to transform our minds. And God is able to give us revival. Thank you so much for being with us today. I hope that this message was a blessing to you. And I pray that if it is a blessing to you, that you would go to iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is you listen to podcasts. My phone just has a podcast player on it automatically, and you go in there and search for what you want. Please go in there and look for us, Inspire with Douglas Boyd, and hit subscribe. And then invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. We thank you for being with us today. Let me pray a, a short prayer for you as we go. Jesus, I just pray for every single person that listened to this podcast today. And I pray that you would put it into their hearts and firm as concrete that they would know, that they would stand on, that they would understand that you are able in every situation in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again so much for being with us today. And may God's greatest and his best be yours in Christ Jesus. God bless you. Ride through life Every day is a new beginning